The idea of a creature larger than a gorilla with an odor like a skunk might seem far-fetched. So after the original 90s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trilogy, I figured the Ninja Turtles were pretty much done with. I had moved on. Shows like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, VR Troopers had sucked me in. I had all but given up hope in a live action Ninja Turtles adaptation and pretty much just rewatched the original 1990s movie and Secret of the Ooze periodically on VHS. But one day I saw a promo. They're big, they're bad, they're green, and they're back. And as a kid, it had given me hope. Little did I know, it was false hope. For a few weeks there, I thought there was a chance we were going to get a good live action Ninja Turtle show. Mind you, as a kid, I was an idiot. But at the same time, I can see why I kind of thought this. The designs, at first glance, as a child, were, in my eyes, better than Ninja Turtles 3. At least elements of it were. They got rid of the bird-like beak noses, and the turtles looked buff in this series. But we only saw them in glances in these promos. I thought for the slightest second, this is gonna be the show. Move over, Power Rangers. Hello, next mutation. Oh man, was I wrong. So, so wrong. Where do I begin? Okay, well, just like the rest of the rise and fall of the live action designs of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series that I've been doing here on the channel. If you haven't seen the rest of that series, go check out the rest of the ones leading up to this and then come back and check this one out. But if you're all caught up, we're going to handle this one pretty much like we've been handling the rest of the series. I'm going to talk about mostly the look of the Ninja Turtles. Okay, so this is why the you're hating on it too much. It's just a kid's show argument can be a little dangerous. This is what you can get. It's a slippery, slippery slope. Man, they're all messed up. Let's start off with Mikey. Why does he have such a creepy look on his face? Something is off with the eyes and the mouth. They smile too much or something. I don't know what it is, but it's freaking me out. I don't like the bandana. To be honest, I never understood why they keep trying to change the bandanas. The traditional way they wear it is a proven success. Just leave it alone. The way it wraps around his cheeks upsets me and I don't know why. Something about the texture of these turtles looks cheap. And it's probably not cheap. It was probably thousands of dollars, but something about this texture and when it's in motion just looks so stiff and makes them look like that old dinosaur show. Remember that show? It's not right, Earl. This was prime time entertainment at one point, ladies and gentlemen. Forget Game of Thrones, forget Breaking Bad. This was prime time TGIF. What's TGIF, you ask? Let's save that for another day. Back to Mikey. So he looks like a dinosaur, and that goes for all the turtles. He has a diagonal strap across his chest, which I've stated in one of my other videos. I always feel like there's a lack of attention to detail of the character when Mikey or Raph have this diagonal strap. Something about the diagonal 
strap on these two characters that just doesn't feel right to me. I don't mind the initial emblem he has on the belt, but I do wish it was at the center part of the belt, like a belt buckle. This would have been a nice callback to the early 1990s cartoon. The front of the shell, or the chest area, has changed pretty dramatically from the last time we've seen the turtles. And this is in continuity, or at least loosely, as they're in the same subway station that they found in part 2 and where they still resided in in part 3. So, in some weird way, this is still in continuity with the original 1990 movie. Let that sink in for a minute. Yeesh. Back to the chest area. This is a change I really didn't hate. It's not great, but I don't hate it as much as I hate other elements of these turtles. Like I stated a little earlier, these turtles are buff and I kind of like the look of their stature until they turn sideways. Why are they so wide? Seriously, look, the shell sticks out way too much. What's up with that? They probably had all the gears and circuits that controlled the puppeteering in there, but man, it looks so weird. Mikey has bandages on his forearms and shins. I never minded bandages like this on the turtles. There's actually some figures I saw here online one time that have this, and it looks great. In fact, these figure designs look great in general. This is what a live-action Ninja Turtles design should look like. I'm surprised we've never gotten anything like this in this day and age. This is different from the 1990s movie, but similar enough to where there's that nostalgia effect. These new ones, they're just so unrecognizable. There's no appeal, at least not like how they used to be when there was turtle fever back in the day. God, I love being a turtle! God, I love being a turtle! Where does this turtle mania come from that has swept the country? And why kids line up at theaters from New York to Tokyo to see their exciting adventures? I believe it's still there, it's just they need to get the feel of the movie and the design, especially of the turtles, down. I feel like that's something they haven't really mastered yet. But you guys already know how I feel about that. They're, they're sitting on a gold mine in my opinion. I know I'm not the only one that feels like this. Anyways, the bandages look pretty good. That's pretty much it for Mikey. Just like before in the previous versions, they took away his nunchucks in this version as well. Probably because some kid knocked his teeth out or something. Who knows? Let's move on to Donatello. He's my least favorite looking turtle in this adaptation. And that sucks because Donatello, I think he's my favorite Ninja Turtle. It's up there. Him and Raph are neck and neck with me. His face just looks off. The headband is covering like 75% of his head. This was the first time I noticed they started doing this. And ever since, every time I see this style of headband on the Ninja Turtles, it just instantly turns me off. I don't know. There's something about their regular bandanas that just screams Ninja Turtles to me. They even make shirts out of the traditional bandanas and it just flows so well. How am I supposed to make a shirt out of this? That just looks awful. To me, taking away their regular bandanas is like taking away Batman's ears off of his cowl. Good luck marketing that. Okay, same problems with the texture and shell width like I had with Mikey. It's just too clunky. The diagonal belt works for me though on Donnie. But again, like before, I would have liked to see the emblem be placed in the center like a belt buckle. I didn't mention this on Mikey, but the elbow and the knee pads are colored in each turtle's distinctive color, but they didn't really commit. It's still a brown strap but the pads themselves are the color of each turtle. I would have preferred one or the other. Either the whole pad and strap the color of the turtle or the whole thing brown like it was in the old movies. I think either way would have worked. This just looks too mismatched. They gave Donnie a metal bow staff in this and it looks cold and heavy. I like Donnie's wooden staff with the tape in the center for grip. I see they try to do that a lot sometimes where they try to upgrade the turtle's weapons to something else or something more intimidating and I don't like that. They're supposed to be 
sweet underdogs. At least that's how I always saw it. They're short, their weapons are basic, they piece together stuff they find in the sewers and trash to create their living spaces and technology. At least that's how I always saw them. When they start getting all these upgrades and magical weapons, it ironically takes away a lot of the magic of the Ninja Turtles. Their strength comes from working together as a team, but their differences of personality and their simple weapons and not being these gigantic behemoths are what makes them the underdog. And this is all enhanced when their weapons are kept as the simple original weapons. Okay, enough ranting, let's move on to Raphael. What's going on with his bandana? It looks like Shredder offered to hand wash it, jeez. We get it, he's the bad boy, he's dangerous, I understand. I know who the Ninja Turtles are. He's got the diagonal strap like Mikey, and again, no thank you. This version of Raphael has some of the funniest visuals in the show if you've ever watched it. As I believe one example of these visuals is how they had to keep his mouth open when he rode his motorcycle so the actor inside could see out of the front. Here, take a look. What? That looks so bad. It just makes me laugh, but at the same time makes my blood boil. Here it is again. What a disaster. How long did this show run? Okay, let's take a look here. Ninja Turtles, The Next Mutation is an American live action television series produced by Saban Entertainment, which ran on Fox Kids Network from 1997 to 1998. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Man. Okay, Raph has his size in this, but from what I remember, they're all chrome and they don't have the brown leather wraps at the bottom, which makes them look, I don't know, incomplete or something. And he would attach them together at their bases and create some kind of a bow staff with size on both ends. I remember even as a child, I was offended by this. Just give them regular size. Okay, besides that, he has a lot of the same problems as the other turtles. So let's move on to Leonardo. Okay, so Leonardo as well has the same problems as the other turtles. The over the head bandana, the whiteness of the costume, but he probably looks the best in comparison. That's not saying, out of the four turtles. But the way Leo behaves in this show, and I'm sorry, I know this has nothing to do with the designs, but it's just absurd. It's a far detachment from the Leo we knew and loved. Here, have a look. Voila. Dudes, we are satellite positive. Uh, I can't concentrate if you gotta keep flapping and blowing stuff up. Between Silla Hog. What? We're a clan, ref. We work as a team. Oh, your head is as hard as your scalp. What happened to the Leonardo we fell in love with? Don't get me wrong, the other turtles are god-awful as well, but Leonardo's personality is just unrecognizable in this adaptation. What on earth was going on? Absolutely ridiculous. Now I forget what kind of weapon he had, and it doesn't matter, because the next subject I'm about to talk about will eclipse any of the other stuff, and that's the addition of the fifth turtle, Venus de Milo. I didn't like it then, and I don't like it now. The turtles as a unit just work best when it's the four turtles. I don't know what it is. The fact that Leo and Donnie are cool colors like blue and purple, and how Mikey and Raph's colors are more warm, orange and red. It was like Leo and Raph had a specific brother that looked up to them, and the color temperatures represented which one looked up to which. I know that's not canon or whatever, but it was something I had made up in my own head. And the fact that they could go on missions in different pairs was cool, like Leo and Mikey could go on a mission, or Raph and Donnie, or Leo and Donnie and Mike and Raph. As a kid, these were my favorite cartoon episodes when stuff like that would happen. And they 
did it a little bit in the 1990 movie when we see, you know, like Donnie and Mikey waiting for the pizza guy and Leo and Raph and their relationship as Raph is recovering from his injuries. So the addition of the fifth turtle just threw it all off for me. And they just made her a lighter blue. What was that about? There's so many colors to choose from, but blue? There's already a blue turtle. Although I do have to admit the shape of the turtle head and the bandana minus the braided part of the bandana looked pretty good and more like the way I feel that Ninja Turtles all should have looked. They should have gone with that head and bandana design with all the turtles. Although I don't think it would have saved the show. It was just too, what's the best word to describe it? Yeah, stupid. It was just lame and one of my least favorite turtle designs to come out of the Ninja Turtles. It's hard to say which is my least favorite as I don't really like anything really that came after Secret of the Ooze, but this is pretty bad. Upon re-watching, I was surprised to learn that all the turtles have holes underneath their bandanas under their eyes, and I had never noticed this before, and now I'll never be able to unsee it. Good thing is, I don't plan on seeing this again, unless I happen to do episode commentaries, but that wouldn't be for a long, long time from now. There's a lot more other Ninja Turtles content I want to produce for now. Speaking of that, and that pretty much does it for the turtle designs of the next mutation overview. But the series continues, as yes, I will cover the newer adaptation of the live action Ninja Turtles, but we're gonna take a quick detour for the next installment. And this won't be for a few weeks, as I cover other movie stuff on this channel as well. But don't worry, it'll come, and it's a double header. I'll be doing an overview of the live action Ninja Turtle designs from the classics, We Wish You a Turtle Christmas, and the coming out of the Shells tour. It's going down next episode, so I advise you to stay tuned. You won't want to miss that one. But that's it for tonight, folks. Thank you so much for watching. Let me know down below what did you think of these Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle designs from the next mutation. Who was the best looking turtle? Who was the worst? It's always fun to read the comments down below, so share your thoughts. But that does it for tonight's top movie moment. If you like videos on movies and television, then go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Also, if you like the video, go ahead and turn that thumbs up button blue. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. I'll see you in a little bit with another video. Take care.